do you highlight and do you write in the books that you're reading? For me, I'm a big highlighter and underliner. I make notes. I talk to my books. I ask questions and write things in the margins. And I'm reading this book, High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. And I have to read a rather large excerpt from this book, High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. I have to read this to you because if I kept on highlighting, I was pretty much going to highlight this entire page, right? And when you end up highlighting like the entire page, it kind of defeats the purpose of highlights, but it was so good and so engaging that I wanted to share it with you all today. Brendan is talking in the book about courage. I strongly recommend you go and pick this book up. I have no affiliation with Mr. Burchard, but as I am going to be reading a lengthy passage out of his book, I definitely want to make sure to give him the credit and to also recommend you go out online and purchase High Performance Habits. I don't know how long he's going to have this offer up, but I got my copy for less than $10. It's a hardcover, brand new book. If you search on Google for High Performance Habits book, and Brendan Burchard, it should come up for you. And as long as that offer is still available, I recommend you take advantage of it. But if you can't, go to Amazon, go to Half Price Books, go somewhere and make sure you pick up this book. So in this chapter on courage, Brendan starts off like so. Showing the world who you are authentically and unapologetically brings a great deal of risk. People often talk about that how they want to be real, but doing so invites so much judgment or rejection. They're worried that if people could see who they really are, the show would be over. They wouldn't measure up to others' expectations. But I say, the only time you should try to measure up to someone else's idea of who you are or what you're capable of is when that person is a role model cheering you on. If someone believes in you and sees greatness in you, sure, try to live up to that. But for anyone who doubts or diminishes you, forget about it. Don't bother trying to please them. Live a life that is yours. Don't seek the approval of the doubters. I double underlined that. Don't seek the approval of the doubters. You'll find no lasting joy in seeking acknowledgement from others. If it comes, it'll never be enough. So the only path left is to express your own truth and pursue your own dreams. He continues, when you do this, you'll meet with inevitable criticism. Anticipate that as just one more part of the struggle. Judgment will always be there, just as there will always be cloudy days. Don't let their criticism sway you from your convictions. If you believe in your dream, stay on your path. You need no permission beyond that tingling hope in your soul. After talking with so many high performers, he says, I have to confess that I hope you meet with judgment and friction. It's a sign you're on your own path and aiming for great things. Indeed, I underlined this. Man, I, oh, right here. Let's just get ready for this. He's, he's about to bring the boom. Indeed, if no one has looked at you sideways lately, or better yet, said, who do you think you are? What are you, crazy? Are you sure that's a good idea? Then maybe you're not living boldly enough. Boom, book closed, mic drop. Mr. Burchard is bringing the heat in high performance habits. And so again, 
without any affiliation whatsoever uh, with Brendan Burchard, I want to recommend to you that you go out and pick up this book. It has been life transforming for me, and I know it can be for you as well. Are you living with courage? Are you living boldly? Has anybody looked at you sideways lately? Has anybody questioned your sanity? If not, you're probably not living boldly enough. And I, I thank Mr. Burchard for that, for that word. Because let me tell you guys, I know in my own life, I've had a tendency to want to play small. Don't do it. Never limit or reduce or minimize yourself. Never become small for other people. He talks in the book about how some people play small because they don't want to hurt other people's feelings. Because if I had wild, incredible, amazing success, then others would feel poorly about themselves possibly. Okay, first of all, let's be honest here. That's a little bit grandiose. Is anybody really watching you that hard? Is anybody really going to be upset if you experience tremendous success? And what about the people who are watching you? And they've been watching you maybe for years, maybe for decades, they've been watching you. And they know that you have greatness inside you that you have yet to unleash. What about those people who are waiting for you to succeed? Why are people focused on the doubters, on the haters, on the people who want you to play small so they can feel good about themselves? Which again, I already questioned, are there really that many people like that in your life? And if there are, if there are people in your life who are going to be threatened by your success and your best, do those people really need to be in your life? You know, I remember on Facebook not too long ago, I was sending out some messages to my Facebook friends, and uh, I sent out a message to, um, you know, a somewhat good friend. We'd had, we'd had some good conversations. He had moved away, but, you know, we had had some really good conversations online about, about life and some deep topics. And when I launched my uh, Zervita business in network marketing, I, I, he was one of the people that came to my mind. I, I had no idea if he was interested. I knew he had been driving Uber and I thought this was a way better opportunity than, than Uber. Um, and so I thought, you know, I'm just going to invite this guy to a zoom that I'm doing with my upline, my upline sponsor in Zervita. Uh, he's making more than $600,000 a year. And so I was inviting people like crazy saying, Hey, if nothing else, come and hear from this guy who's, you know, making more than half a million each year, you'll learn something just from being in his presence, right? So I invited my friend. And I mean, when when I say I invited, I was like, hey, uh, don't know if you'd have any interest, just wanted to let you know that I, I'm launching this business and I'm doing a Zoom and this is who's going to be on. And I think you'll really receive some value from it. Let me know if you're interested and I'll send the link right over. So that, that was basically the, the thrust of the message that um, I send out. And I'm going to pull up this, I'm going to pull up his response here. Again, I'm not, I'm not giving his name. Okay. There's some an anonymity here, but here's what he said. He said, brother, so he sent this back in a long text. I had sent him a video inviting him. Uh, he sent this back in a long text. He said, brother, I appreciate your friendship, but please do not involve me in money-making schemes unless I ask you to do so. I have unfollowed you as I have every other friend who repeatedly tries to blur the lines between business and friendship. The only reason I'm sharing this is that it is extremely offensive to me, and I know for a fact that I'm not alone in this feeling. I respect you as a person and believe you would want me to be honest with you about this. <laughs> wow. Talk about getting the wind kicked out of you. 
Talk about when you least expect it. When you're excited about doing something, starting a new business, and you go to somebody that you care about, somebody that you have a relationship with, that you've had good, deep, healthy, honest communication with in the past. This is not somebody that you don't know, right? This is somebody who is in your inner circle. And you go to them and you share your guts with them in in a very non-threatening way. And you just say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Um, would you like me to send the link over? I have no idea if you'd be interested. And, and they come at you with that. They're offended. They've just called what you're doing one of those schemes, right? One of those money-making schemes, okay? <sighs> Guys, think about this. And I know you've probably had this in your own life. You're trying to live boldly. And then somebody comes along and says, hey, stop. And they smack you on the hand and you revert to feeling like you're a little five-year-old kid who reached for the cookie jar before dinner time and it got swatted away and slapped away because you're not supposed to have your dessert yet. That's how you end up feeling. That's how diminished you end up feeling. And I'm sure because this is a, this is a great guy. And, and, and I just want to, you know, clear the air about this as well with this guy. You know, he went on and, um, you know, I told him I did appreciate his honesty um, and I said, you got to do what's good for you and your family. That That's the truth. And he said, still friends. And I said, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't be. Okay. No reason I can't be friends with this guy, but did he hurt me? Yeah, he did. But you know what? <laughs> Here's the deal. It, it wasn't about me. It really wasn't. And it wasn't about what I was doing. And when people come at you like that, it's never about you. It's about them. It's about their past experiences. And you know, um, I just want if, to, if you've read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, he talks about in How to Win Friends and Influence People that if you were in their shoes, if you were really them, you would feel exactly the way they feel. Because if you were in their shoes, if you had lived their life, you would have had all the experiences that they had. You would have had all the emotions and all the thought processes that led them to that point. So it's always true to say to somebody, you know, if I were you, I would feel exactly the same way. Because it's true. If I was this guy, I would feel exactly the same way. He's had experiences, experiences in his life that he didn't like where people were trying to, you know, solicit him in, in a fashion that he did not appreciate. Okay. I can't change that. You can't change that. There are going to be people who are going to try to tone you down in some way. And what I'm telling you on this podcast today is do not let them. What I did is I picked myself back up. I shook it off like Taylor Swift would recommend, right? I shook it off and I went on to the next person. I said, I'm still going to be friends with this guy, but I'm not going to speak to him anymore as he asked me to about my business and what I'm doing in any future ventures, even if I think it might be a good fit for him, not out of spite and not out of bitterness. I'm doing this because this is what he asked me to do. And I think we can be friends. And so that's the sort of relationship dynamic that we're going to have now. That's okay. But in moving forward, I've got to shake off all that negativity. I've got to shake off that horrible feeling 
right? That I'm I'm the kid. I'm the five-year-old reaching for the cookie jar before dinner, right? Not now. No, you're trying to get something that's not yours. The time is not right. This is not for you. These people who want you to play small, you've got to make sure that you're not listening to them or bowing to them, but that you're living boldly and passionately your truth, who you really are and what you really believe. I'm a big nonconformist. I'm a bit of a rebel, okay? I don't think that we need to be conforming to what society says, what our parents say, what our friends say, or anybody else. I think we need to be living our authentic truth every single day because here's what I really believe. Diversity, and so many people think diversity is just skin color. That's such a small view of diversity, okay? Diversity in the world acknowledges that we are all significantly different people and that that's good and praiseworthy. So here's the reality. I hope you've heard this before. If this is the first time you're hearing this, I, 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 I wow. <laughs> but, I, but I know that there are some people out there, this is possibly going to be the case. Here's the deal. The world needs you to be your authentic self living uniquely according to your truth, according to what your convictions, what you believe is right and correct and good and lovely. You bring something unique to the world that nobody else can bring. You are important just because you are unique. And there are a thousand other reasons why, but just if we focus on that one reason, you are important because you are unique. You bring something unique to the table. So do not let anybody diminish you or conform you or bring you down, but you live authentically according to your truth and become your best self. And if you have a dream, go out and get it. Go and take it because it's there for you. It's been put in your mind. It's been put in your heart. It's not for anybody else. It's for you. Go out there and get it.